You look great. You look great. I like your room there. It looks very cool. What do you got? G.I. Joe's back there? What is that? It looks awesome in there. There's not one G.I. Joe in this whole house. <laughs> uh, there's Batman and Darkwing Duck. Uh, oh, let's get dangerous. Just to impress our very best friends Golden theme song And questions that are the power And I really are the soul Let our PG and narrators That are very super extra sweet Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to JVJ. I am your host, Corey Hatfield. With me in the studio is Josh Stout. Yes. And Josh Hatfield. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, today we have a special guest, Jonathan Sleep. Wow. I am. A, I'm a big fan, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good. So, you should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like your modesty. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks, man. That's cool. No, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me on. Thank I know you, you mostly from uh, your critical failures. Yeah. The way you have like, uh, like, what, 15 to 80 characters you do per book now? At least, right? Now, um, so you've got the main, you know, the main core of the group, Dave, Cooper, Tim, Julian, Ravenous, and then you'll count on a couple of little add-ons, Chaz and... Uh, a couple of the regulars who pop in and then yes you're right we've got like you'll have 30 or 40 different characters that pile on for every novel that comes in and um you know they're not all uh they all don't have a lot to say some of them only have a couple of lines and stuff and some of them you can just kind of throw away obviously if it's just like a random dude or something like that you can just kind of make it up i'll make it up on the spot sometimes even but yeah the ones that stick around are a bit more important i'll try to put a little more bit more care into them and uh, a little more consideration because they're you know, more but, important. but the problem with that is like you do like a character like some random guy who owns a pickling restaurant you're like yes. well, i'll just do this voice and never talk about him again and then three books later they're back <laughs> at that restaurant yep and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you got to keep track of them. So we, I've got a little uh, sort of a running um, bank, if you will, of voice samples so that if I can go back. And I, so to go a little further back, dial it a little bit further back. So I produced these books with uh, a good, good buddy of mine, my best friend, Travis Navarra. He is his studio, Saturn Five Sound. And we have produced these books from the start together. Um, I'm the voice. He's kind of the engineer slash director. We used to, you know, record them with him in the room. We don't do that anymore. We started the, the past few with just me recording. And then he would go back and then do the edits and sound design and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd have to go back to him and be like, uh, I need a sample of this guy because uh, I have no idea what he sounds like. I really can't remember what he because there's so many. They just come in and go out pretty quick that's it is impressive yeah. to keep track of that much stuff now we did we went back to how you do the books let's go back further tell us about your birth my birth oh well uh, uh about 
40 some odd years ago, I was born in Port Huron General Hospital in Port Huron, Michigan. Uh, and uh, uh, that's about it. My wife was a, I'm sorry, my, ooh. <laughs> my mom. That's what they call a Freudian flip, kids. Yeah. My mom was a woman who birthed me. Nice. That's my interesting. Dad, my dad was a man. He did his part. Did Are you, you sure? Pretty sure. Have you Pretty checked sure. with them lately? Things I change. Not things do change. Things do change. I shall not assume anything. Yeah. So did you come out narrating, or did you figure no, that out later in life? Figure that out many years later. So basically, and I, I, I know you guys had Bob on the show, and I listened to a bit of his, uh, his episode, uh, and uh, I think he might have covered this. Well, so show us your kimchi fridge. Yeah, <laughs> I do not have a kimchi fridge. <laughs> I, I. Uh, I, I never realized yeah. how well Bevan was doing until I. Yeah. He's the only person I know with a fridge <laughs> dedicated to kimchi. Yeah, that's true. We milked yeah. that kimchi fridge bit for like hours. We're also milking it now. I know. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it was worth it to have on. Yeah, he changed my life. I actually had kimchi because of him. I had mine at a casino buffet, which Probably I'm not. told is not the best place to I, get kimchi. Yeah, I wouldn't, but. The finest casino buffet kimchi. That's great. Uh, kimchi is the gift that keeps on giving. Since you've had it, you know <laughs> that when you eat it, you know, hours later, you'll still be tasting it. Maybe days later. It's just that good and that powerful. I do like kimchi. Uh, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, I love it. I like pickled stuff for sure. It's no coleslaw. But it's it's no coleslaw. coleslaw. You don't even like coleslaw. <laughs> no, I don't. You just call coleslaw redneck kimchi. I like that. I like that. Or maybe kimchi anyway anyway i like it i like it for sure um but to go back to bob and how i kind of got started in doing this uh so critical failures one was the first book i ever narrated and uh, uh vicky my buddy travis's uh girlfriend at the time was talking to bob and said hey uh you you publish these books if you thought about doing audiobooks and audiobooks were starting to really sort of pick up steam and become a big deal at the time he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about it, but eh, I don't know. It's going to cost money. It's kind of, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to really affect my career, if it's going to benefit me that much. And uh, she's like, well, I know a couple of guys who might be interested. So we just sort of took it from there. We auditioned for him, did a chapter or whatever it was. And he's like, you guys got the job. Great. Yeah, go for it. So we jumped in with both feet. And uh, I had been studying voiceover for a little while just reading books and doing workshops and stuff like that and just trying to it was something i was always interested in but didn't really have a, a clear path on how to get into it and then critical fair showed up and i was like i'm in there let's go ahead and, and take a swing at it and see what happens and like they say the rest is history we just kept going you know the books did very well and uh we're like yeah let's keep building out this weird wacky gross world let's just keep going how long, uh, did it take you like how many books did you have to go through before you realized not every book has 17 main characters <laughs> uh well the books have gotten longer as they've gone on so i think with that you end up getting more and more kind of piled on there so whatever you just you just go so i, I read them all of course before you record you read it through. And this last book, I, I actually broke down and made a spreadsheet of the characters. How cool is that? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
spreadsheet of the characters. So I would have an idea of kind of what they sounded like, their importance, kind of like their weight in the story. So I knew that, you know, pay attention to this guy, do something thoughtful with his character. Uh, and then, you know, descriptions of them, what chapters they were in. So I could reference that very exciting stuff, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of how I kept track of this last one specifically. And I think I'll do the same from now on. It's just makes a lot more sense to, to, to do it that way. Um, not that I'm trying to steal your narration job, but could I yeah. get a copy of the spreadsheet? <laughs> <laughs> sure. If you're really I'm not going to record my own narration and then sell it on the bootleg market or anything oh, fine. like it's I did with gossip girl. <laughs> I, I always wonder, is it kind of annoying or have you run into this very often where you, uh, you, you're introduced to a new character and you're trying to, to like define them and you do like a chapter in their voice. And then at the end of the chapter, he, the, the author is like, and he talked in his like 20 year smoker voice, but you'd been doing like a high pitched thing and you have to go back and record. Well, so now that is why you read the whole book first and then, you know, so there's no surprises because that shit happens. Wait, you actually read the whole book? Guarantee most narrators don't he, do that. He's said it several times. Uh, he's never said that. You, I, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you're familiar with like. Well, I'm sure seeing how you're in the narrator world, you know of other narrators and stuff. But uh, your style like reminds me of Luke Daniels. You're the only other person I know who does that many characters in very distinct voices. Like, uh, like if anybody says sorry. I immediately hear Cooper in my mind saying, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If anybody ever said like, uh, damn it, Randy, I think I'd hear yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, or was he say, uh, like, if, uh, damn, Randy, Denise. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I hear that in my head all the time. No one happens to say it around me, but. <laughs> if it pops up in your daily life, yeah. So I don't know if you take that as a compliment, but I Luke do, Daniels won't uh, email me back, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that we that I've incepted your brain like that in weird little ways. People do leave comments. They're saying like, yeah, anytime I see this, I or I read this, it's like I heard this in Cooper's voice or something like that. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. So I do want to go back to one kind of funny thing. Um, you mentioned like if uh, I read a character and did it wrong and then had to go back and do it again. Now, I have done that with characters that I just didn't like. Like you get a little further on and you're like, it's just isn't working. It isn't really like kind of matching what I'm really kind of feeling with it is. So I'll go back and actually re-record the lines on if, if need be. Uh, but one funny thing that we did, and I, I couldn't, maybe Bob mentioned this in his episode. I'm not sure. Maybe not, but like yeah, um, no. the, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, what one was it? I think it was two critical failures Two. there's the vampire uh, who sort of, uh, enchants uh, Catherine and she's up in the castle with him or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. His name is Millard Von Pleck, right? For whatever reason, I read it as Millard. I don't know if I was thinking like <laughs> like uh, something like, like Dracula. Very famous. Millard Von Pleck. Like putting that like kind of European sort of angle on it or whatever it was. We are a good halfway through mm, through the book, maybe, maybe even further. And we started forwarding uh, chapters to Bob just to approve, to listen to and be like, yeah, that sounds good. Great, great, great. He's like, yeah, it all sounds really good. Just wondering why you're pronouncing this character's name as Millard. It's Millard. <laughs> and we're like, 
what really he's like yeah like the the president millard fillmore there was a united states president and we're just like and travis heard it too travis completely yeah millard great wonderful (laughs) we're like shit so there's like you know 40 whatever instances of his name that were in the book that we had to go through on put it all in like a word and did like a you know a word search and found all of the points that it kind of showed up and like all right we're gonna redo this line we're gonna redo this line just kind of went through and in an afternoon and redid it all oh that's why every time in the book it just says miller yeah Yeah, we just copy and pasted audio (laughs) yeah man miller did you did you happen to see a duck before you recorded that yeah mallard yeah i know (laughs) i'm thinking it happened well you could uh, i saw a duck save all that i'll tell you guys and then uh send it to bob and he can just do like a special edition Right, his is the director's cut special. Yeah. I don't know, something like special edition. <laughs> it's just a phone call. If you're being like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> we recorded the whole thing. Oh, it's so silly, though. Learn to spell, you moron. <laughs> but it is good. So, in case anyone's interesting in the process, it is good to check these things with your author beforehand, things like yeah. pronunciation of. Yeah certain things and you know one thing bob is very cool about uh kind of what we how we treat the characters he's pretty great with with the choices that i make with it he really hasn't he's had a few kind of little points here and there uh maybe this guy's supposed to be more like this or whatever it is but he's pretty hands-off about it so we put a lot into it he knows we put a lot of effort and and care into it so he trusts us with us with it for sure the book Um, seems like exactly like uh what netflix is doing now turning all these adult cartoons out yeah exactly what the book seems like to me so maybe on netflix (laughs) yeah for sure for sure someone does someone have netflix his number, let's call I'll it. I'll forward it to you. I, after. I have an email from him. I don't know. That's the same creative team. I appreciate um, it. You could voice Millard. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, that would be my thing. I would be like, if I do anything, I want to voice Millard slash Miller. <laughs> Actually, one thing in, in talking to Bob, I was like, because he's kind of been in talks with people about developing it for animation or, or whatever. And I actually... Uh, worked before i worked for a tv production company and we kind of were looking at it as a property that we might do something with um and i told him i was like bob if this goes anywhere and if you have any sway the only things i want to do the only thing i want to do really is ravenous just let me be ravenous everyone (laughs) else can be professional a list top tier voice talent if you can get it uh but just let me be ravenous Eh, i I think it'd be sweet if they kept going with Catherine. (laughs) <laughs> all the choices are like we're gonna stick with this dude for this chick you know what we really love how you do Catherine. man <laughs> man oh my god that's hard like it's like hard to do maker. <laughs> yeah you can really see it yeah Ugh. girl voices are hard if you're a guy i don't think you'd be allowed to do it anymore no, probably you'd have to, it'd have to be a girl you'd probably Girl's be able gotta... to do denise Mm-mm. well denise that's was a guy to begin with i know on, on a technicality yeah. Pretty much you get in there. In today's climate, you never so, know. You never know. They replaced Carl on The Simpsons. So, Carl. <laughs> Regular Carl. <laughs> I mean, Carl's kind of sexy. But... 
Yeah, so I'm sorry. You're not going to be involved in the project. That's fine. That's fine. Just let me be the bird. I can be the bird, right? Come on. We'll just take all your clips from your audio. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything? Is it, are there? I'm assuming you do other books than uh, um I've done uh, a short story by another author, but honestly, other than that, I've only done Bob's stuff. Um, yeah, I've, that was the baloney book. Yes, the baloney book. I, I, oh, the baloney book. the first thing I've listened to that you did, but it was way before I listened to Critical Failure, so I don't no, even remember what the story yours was. No kidding. Mine was the, um, it was yeah. called the, the baloney book. Yep. <laughs> What was the story called? I'm drawing a blank on it. It was called The Something. And it was a story. It was an interesting little short story. The author, uh, Jeff Sturdevant, I think is his name. And uh, this was a few years ago. That sounds like a made up name. Sturdevant? Yeah, I'm making that up. It's not like a real name like Sleep. You don't have to lie to us. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really your name? I would not make that up. Uh, yeah, it was some weird story about uh, a Chinese restaurant owner who was actually like a an extraterrestrial and yes. a relationship that happened, and it was sort of drawing some sort of parallel between an alien and maybe being uh, uh like a like an immigrant or something like that. They were talking yeah. about the culture that it wasn't the Chinese. Talk, we're talking a lot about sauces, right? Sauces and there's like a demon and stuff that happens. It's yeah. very interesting. It was an interesting little story. I like doing it. It was pretty good. But uh, yeah, I haven't done any other authors. Bob's been the only author I've I've narrated for. Um, back when I started doing this, when Travis and I started doing this, I was working full time. Like I said, I was in television production at the time. So when we did it, it was like you know weekends and evenings where we could. It was very slow going, and. Um, uh, two years ago or so to, to change, my son was born and I kind of took that as an opportunity to pivot my career a little bit. I quit doing the TV production and went straight into voiceover a full-time, well, full-time dad slash voiceover on the side. So auditioning for commercial stuff, uh, anything and everything, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, that's kind of where I am now. I'm still doing the books, of course. As a matter of fact, today I did a completed one of the short stories in the next uh, edition of short stories, 8D6. So uh, got some good ones. Have you done any uh, sweet like hot dog commercials or anything? No hot dog commercials. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) And I'm still still waiting on that hot dog commercial money. We we Uh, had another guy in who did a nice hot dog commercial and he uh, raises bees on the side. So I don't know. Holy shit. Maybe something for you and your kid to get into. Yeah. Bees. Hot hey, son, come on. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Together. No, well, good for him. I mean, you can make good money doing hot dog commercials. For well, sure. I think it was like 15 years ago. And he's still Ooh. getting residuals today on that. People hot dog. still are eating hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So you, you have a, you said your kid's three now. Uh, he's like two and a half, yeah. Are you pushing him into the voice acting business as well? Nah, I mean, if he wants to, we'll see. I'll get him in the booth. We'll see if he's. We'll see if he's any good. I don't know. I'm not is sure. this booth at your house? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, so yep. he has easy access. He could do. Yeah. He's got all the tools here at his disposal. So really, it's up to him. You know. We'll, yeah. Like well, it's up to his voice too, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you don't really know what his voice is going to be at two and a half. Mm, it's pretty amazing right now. It's very. Uh, 
shrill and yeah. he's very good at like high shrieking notes and stuff like that. So no. you could use that yeah, in, in the book if yeah. you ever need a high shrieking note. Yep, that's true. And then you could collect his paycheck. That's there, true. You know, there might be some <laughs> kind of labor law associated with that. I'm not sure. <laughs> there might be. There's so, child, there's kid actors, kid voiceover actors. Mm-hmm. Thing. So you're doing voiceover and you said you would you audition for like commercials and, and then you do Bevan's books, but what else is there for voiceover? Oh man, voiceovers everywhere. Uh it's kind of a cool industry. One, one of the things that uh kind of attracted me to it was that you've got it on, you know narration on you know film and video of course stuff like that but there's e-learning and corporate narration and training videos and there's industrial stuff and freaking messages like on hold messages on phones and stuff people so, so do you do industrial training videos in the voice of a minotaur yeah i would i would if they wanted <laughs> me to channel a minotaur for this be sure to wear a back brace when lifting things over 20 pounds lift with your legs not your back stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. Like, that's a whole new market yeah like, make them a little funner yeah <laughs> i'm maury the minotaur teaching you how to lift safely are you willing to torpedo a job interview and an audition tape with I that yeah i might yeah i mean yeah probably <laughs> like who, I, who needs I, money i sent you two takes you guys yeah. Yeah. here's the thing that that could actually play to your to your benefit because they would not forget it and they'd be yeah, like i would definitely hire the minotaur you know yeah. we should call that minotaur in for for this this yeah. is it might not be this job might not be right for him but definitely in the future and they probably wouldn't say anything because they're like what if that's his actual voice <laughs> no they'd, they'd, they'd be like listen we remember we remembered your tape, so we called Jin. Can you do it completely differently, like better? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can, you do, can you do it like a bird, like a raven or something? <laughs> we like Minotaur. Can we get less Minotaur? Do you think? Yeah, can you just do it good this time? <laughs> just yeah. do it right. Less sure. <laughs> oh or shit! You got a bird. Bull, right? Well, Minotaur is a horse, right? No, he's no. A bull man. It's a man. A man's body. With a bull head, yeah. No, yeah. No, Cause, no, because yeah. in uh, Mortal Kombat, Mentaro was the horse, and he had horns, and he had a horse ass, and yeah, then they, they regular arms. Isn't a centaur a yeah. horse? Yeah. In a man, I'm yeah. sure. Minotaur, bull, definitely bull. I think yeah. I know. Mortal Kombat. I played Mortal Kombat. <laughs> He's played Mortal Kombat. In reverse, I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not going to question your Mortal Kombat acumen at all. Um, you would know better than I. But reverse centaur is a human minotaur is. top, or a, a horse half up top, human half on bottom. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to take back what I said. His name was Kintaro. Oh no, that's a different guy. What? <laughs> Are you getting a crap Taro from? <laughs> no. There's a love Hina. This is him, Montaro. 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 Okay, that's Montaro. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where the confusion came from. He's not even a bull. Yeah, he, well, he's a horse. <laughs> he's got a horse butt. I'm sure of it. Um, yeah, see? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this just that's in. He does horse. have a no, horse. Hold on. Butt. Look, that's not a horse. Oh, horse. no, I kind of see him. I can't tell what that is. Uh, he has like a snake not a tail. horse. What's up with that the tail? Not horse like. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's a little. 
it's not unlike a horse, but it I don't know so, if that's a horse. It has extra joints. I think guys, it doesn't even matter. His name wasn't Mentara. Yeah, yeah, I just true. confused him with someone else. <laughs> what are those Australian deer called? Mm. Kangaroos. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you, like a you just kangaroo. described a kangaroo as an Australian deer? Yeah, we, we the guy great. we had him last week lives in Australia. Okay. His name Mike Spencer. He's a very famous voice actor, uh, and he that's how he describes him. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Oh my god! Uh, it's not, that. not written down. I feel like <laughs> another big thing that they've been doing lately in the voiceover world mm-hmm. is like so Netflix will take movies and then like Spanish movies and then dub them in English. Yes. Which is hard to watch. It's but they've been doing it more and more. Did you try like. to watch that Lupin? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I watched, It's just like you, you watch it's it so for about the trailers are, are very deceptive because you watch them for about a minute and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And then you think something's off. What do you that's huh. Spanish? I don't know what it is. I was about to start watching that, but I haven't yet. Some yeah, I didn't realize it's in English, but it's, it was not meant to be in English. Yeah, it wasn't originally filmed in English. It's just dumb. Really? Huh. No kidding. Would you ever uh, do one of those sweet, like, medicine dubs where it's like, if you oh. don't, don't take Xantax if you're allergic to Xantax? Right. You might get yeah, diarrhea. I would. Um. The, yeah, those are, you know pharmaceutical commercial it's all commercial work i would definitely do that you got to do it real soft and low and make it sound natural talking about your diarrhea and your get into that yet we're (laughs) he doesn't need to know we're creating our own vaccine (laughs) (laughs) he's he's gonna be in on it later he'll get part of the profits i'll do it for you yeah i will don't take this vaccine if you're allergic to COVID. Well, here's the thing (laughs) don't take this vaccine if you're allergic there's this old episode of keenan and cal where uh one of them create secure for the common cold but can't remember what it is so we're gonna pull up that episode and watch it and we'll know what it is and then we're gonna market that as a vaccine there i'm go. sure it was cal he's he's smart i don't know which one's which he's the smart one i don't know that was keenan worked at a yeah. grocery store it's pretty obvious which one's who and cal liked orange soda i was thinking the other way around gosh you're so did they work at Good Burger? Those are the Good Burger guys, right? Those were different guys. Those are different guys? <laughs> I mean, they were the same people, but it was a different show. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Good. But were they both Ken and Kel? Well, that's their names, though, right? Yeah, yeah that's their names. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Kel Mitchell and Keenan Thompson. Is it the same Did world? you know Keenan Thompson is the longest running SNL, SNL cast member? Cast member? Holy I didn't even know he was on SNL. He's been on it for 18 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa, 18 years. Something. I was just thinking like, of him the other day, and I was like, man, I'd like to see him on something. I wish it was in something. <laughs> Once you're comfortable in something, you stay there. I was talking to this guy who the only thing he does is he narrates this one series of books. Written by <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's weird that he has no aspirations to do anything else. It's so strange. <laughs> they keep uh... trying to get him to do hot dog commercials, and he says, no way. <laughs> Maybe if Eric Bevan writes it. Or Bob Bevan. <laughs> Bob Eric Bevan. Bob. How come he doesn't uh, throw you in those shingle books? Just... Uh... He hates you. Oh, he probably oh. writes the story and then gets away from it. Yeah, it. Uh, he drops it like a turd, basically, and runs away <laughs> like a cat. Like no, um, those were published, or I'm sorry, those were produced by Tantor. They're their own. Oh yeah, yeah. Audiobook production company. They got their own actors. They yeah, are, they got uh, they got Kirby Hayborn in there, but he will refuse to say his name. I he goes a different that. name, but. He's the only one with that voice in the whole world. So right. Pretty right, right. No surprises there. Uh, 
Yeah, those those stories are. I mean, Bob writes a bunch of those. You kind of know what you're getting into for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you caught on to the fact that he just changes the main characters' names every story. <laughs> I noticed. That. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, how many times is he going to take these characters to Hello Titty? <laughs> He's been there twice already. I do like the world that they're building in there. I haven't read too many of those, but uh, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, I like the critical failure world because you you never expect it to be like this medieval tabletop game, and then you have to say uh, the restaurant name Arby's a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> It's good stuff. Uh, funny that uh, Arby's, a lot of Arby's promote or some of their promotion they've done is kind of like targeted towards like gamers and RPGs and stuff like that. And as soon as that stuff started popping up, like fans of the book were like, what is this? They must know. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. They, they don't know. But it's they know. a funny bit of synchronicity. At least one person knows and they're like, Someone this knows. will be funny. One person in the Arby's <laughs> advertising team is like, I love these books. We need to start marketing. We've got fans of the restaurant who read these books. Let's just go there. Let's do it. Yeah. And we won't tell them so we don't have to pay them. Don't have to pay them. That's how you do it. This dummy Robert's going to keep putting our restaurant in his books and get us free. free. (laughs) It's like that time you narrated those uh, uh, high school girl books and then posted it on the dark web so no one would know. Yeah, the dark web. (laughs) Wait, you posted it on the dark web? Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Real dark web? We don't want Lauren Miracle. Oh, yeah. Okay. They need to be in the hands of somebody. <laughs> so we got some questions sent in by Tyler Milligan. And okay. usually these are more random, but he also listens to the Critical Failure books and knew I work with him. So these okay. are his questions. So these aren't as random as they usually are. There's there's a few in there. But... Is there room for debate in these questions? Oh, definitely. Okay. I'm going to debate. I'm going to debate Jonathan on everything he says. I mean, not for you to debate it. But Hang on. Later on, I guess. Before we before we go, are you? Do you guys have matching polos on? Do you have this? Like, oh, <laughs> You're the first person who ever noticed that. No way! That's dope. Look at that. Is that glow in the dark? What is that? Sure. <laughs> our slime girl logo. Oh, I love it. You can't see nice. this shit at all. Y'all, y'all are suited <laughs> up. You're suited up. That's nice. I like yeah, it. Yeah, this is like episode 100 and billion or something. You're the very first person to point it out. Usually yeah. we have to tell people over and over and over <laughs> to get a reaction. They wouldn't even bring it up. They don't care. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Well, there you go. You're welcome. You're very observant. Yeah. I try. I try. You're our favorite guest. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Cool. All right. We talked about the background. That's what we usually do to fill time. Uh, we oh, hope an animal walks into the scene, <laughs> and then we all go, oh. Like, Where's the cat? Send in the cat. It's <laughs> super annoying even when I'm listening, so it has to be very annoying to anybody else who listens. <laughs> we argued oh. with a guy who had a cat toy behind him that he didn't actually have a cat because we didn't see it the whole time. Weird. That's yeah. the I remember. I think that's the mattress guy, right? <laughs> No. What? It's close. Though. I don't think Whatever. that was I on that episode. You definitely were. <laughs> you were you were behind the I think you're lying about having a cat. <laughs> this doesn't sound like okay. Me. So this I'm very trusting. This first question. I didn't read the I should have read these out. But uh as a voice actor, yeah. have you ever read something like in a, a in a work, but in your head you thought, Oh, this is horrible. This might affect my career. 
every Robert Bevan book I've ever recorded. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Yeah, now, that's true. Um, he says good stuff. That's actually a very good question. Thank you. Well, it's something <laughs> you got to think about. A lot of people who do like romance stuff and you know the tawdry bodice rippers and whatnot, they go in under a, a different moniker, like a pseudonym or whatever, and they'll yeah. put it that way. Because Are you they're saying like, you have one? Yeah. Do you have a pseudonym? Sleeping Jonathan? You think, right? You'd think, no, that's actually my name. No. Um, no, yeah, I would change my name if you're going to be talking about moon blood and <laughs> all the rape. And... <laughs> These books are for you read. critical failures. No. There's this dude who gets turned into a chick who aggressively tries to have sex with a bunch of dudes. He does. It's true. Yeah. She does. She does. Denise. Denise. Yeah. But you don't feel sorry for Denise because Denise was trying to rape Tim in the beginning. Yeah. And then Tim accidentally cut his dick off. Not to give too much yeah, information. To, about that <laughs> to be fair, he cut his balls off. Oh, that's true. So I'm gonna have to read these books. They're right in my alley. <laughs> yeah. Slice of life. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. Um. Yeah. There's some of the some of the stuff in the. I mean, if you've listened to or read the books, you know what what happens in them and. Honestly, like the books have been great. I'm real happy with them. I, I like doing them. I claim them. They're up on my website. I list them as works I've done. So I'm not running away from them at all. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think they're great. I'm, I'm not worried about them. Yeah, have you, have you ever uh, like turned down a job for a product you don't agree with? Like mm. they wanted you to say this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, paper towel was the most absorbent, but you tested it and you found out that it wasn't. <laughs> and you said, "In good conscience, I can't, I can't do this." No, man, that's what we we get paid to lie. We're we're professional liars. That's our you job. You could slightly you change lie. it too. You could say mostly most absorbent. They wouldn't even catch <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Much, most yeah, they're like, great. We love that take. Could you do it right next time, please? Thank you. And stop the Minotaur voice. We told you. <laughs> <laughs> Minotaur, less what, Minotaur. So, how do you feel about like a a, a pseudonym? Like, what, if if they offered you to do some kind of like you know softcore porn book, would you do it under a different name or? Uh, oh, for some reason, it was like we're gonna we're gonna give you like a nice amount of money. We're gonna make it worth your time. Um, I don't know. I honestly really haven't thought about that. That's a great. What if? Question. What if? Um... Maybe, Whatever her name is comes to you and she says, listen, I wrote another 50 shades of gray book. I need <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. I'd claim that shit. No, I just, yeah, that's, that's, that's not that's, bad. That's, at that's all. Different, that's different part is, uh, you audition for the things you want to do. Right. So yeah. this person would have to write a softcore porn book and then be like, I know you didn't audition, <laughs> but I can't get your minotaur voice out of my head. Please <laughs> I, read these lines to me. Mari, Mari, the minotaur. Thrust his Minotaur member at her, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. He needs to write a book. Yeah. yeah. You like that? I, a little bit. <laughs> it's not bad. His musky Minotaur member. Do you like that That alliteration I put the alliteration, in? That's that's nice alliteration. Wait, I'll do you one better. His massive musky Minotaur oh, member. Man. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, sorry. Too far. Too far. My bad. That, yeah, like that. yeah. You know what you're getting into. It <laughs> definitely sounds like one of those books you'd buy for 99 cents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on accident. Yeah. And then you read it and it's 32 pages. Like the when does episode two come out? 
Like, why? Why? Never soon enough. So, do you guys both agree? No. You agree? You're like, why is this audiobook 32 minutes? <laughs> what else you got? What's the next next old question? Uh, any word on critical failures? Nine. Um, last I heard, Bob was at 80 or 90,000 words, I think, something like that. So I think the last one is at 160K words. So he's he's getting wow. his way through it. So Do you yeah. start it like as soon as the book comes out? You start it on oh. audio or you wait a while? Yes, as soon as... Um, I'm trying to think how we did the last one. He gave us... Or he gave me... Uh, we had some lead time on the last one. And I think that was... He knew he was completed. He had completed a certain amount of it, like half of it. He's like, I'm still doing edits on this last half. It, we will not change the first half, which is risky for me to start on because then he comes back and says, oh, wait a minute. We got to redo these chapters because I made some changes. But I don't know. He didn't. So we got a little start on it. We'll wait till uh, till this one's done to get started, though. Probably. So I asked Bob about this, and he's yeah. he doesn't seem to want to add a character named Corey, but I can just skip right over him and go to you. Yeah. You're the voice You're the of the boy. project. Yeah. I'm not going to read his book anyway. He's right. not going to listen, listen to it. So can you just change, maybe even change one of the main characters names? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like, this is great. Could you do it again with less Corey? Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure he'll know where it came from. If you like, like just add it in there. Like the gang and Corey made their way through the forest, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then never mention it in and see if Bobby catches it. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's not going to catch it, and second of all, he you have leverage over him. Like he's yeah. not going to change oh. voice actors eight books in. And it's kind of gonna... hard because like when Josh here was yeah. writing his book, yeah, uh, I had access to edit it. And we changed, we added a whole new sentence, and he didn't even know. That's true. <laughs> like you could, you can do whatever you want. He can't stop you. What's you, you're going to be like? Okay, I, I'll I'll re-record that. Who is your second choice for this book? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're already in this deep. You can't. Yeah, understand. yeah. We're 15, 16 books in now. That's including the short story collections. So. Well, that's where you could get them, the short stories, because yeah. you know he's not paying enough attention to those to stop you. You know what? If you uh, make a, a sensible contribution to the Robert Bevan Beer Fund, I'm sure he would write you into one of his stories. I'm sure well, he would. We were on his podcast once. Into a short story, maybe. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. True. We can yep. make kimchi and send it to him. The kimchi okay. fund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he already has it. Wait. Wait, why is that always your plan? Who are, you wanted us to send no bake cookies to someone? No, look, you can't. You know what? We're not going to get into that because I think it was Alton Brown. No, you wouldn't send no bake cookies to Alton Brown. That'd be crazy. Rob I'm pretty Deirdre. sure it was Sandy Cohen. Oh, maybe he's a fictional character. Well, but you know Peter Gallagher is who I'm thinking. That's We're just, just really religious. just. Oh, no. Let's send send this person random food. They'll eat it. Why wouldn't they eat random <laughs> yeah. food they get now? Look, you're not going to say no to no-bake cookies, right? You would if they just randomly were mailed to your house. No, you wouldn't, though. You wouldn't. But how often do you think Peter Gallagher gets no-bake cookies mailed to him? Not very often. Daily. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> even on Sundays, the post office drops off. <laughs> that's even better, though. That he's definitely not going to notice when yours slips in. Well, that's <laughs> you want him to notice. Well, no, you you uh, at the bottom of the tin, you'd be like, you know, I don't even remember what the, the plan was, but sorry, uh, we need to back up a little bit. What the hell's a no bake cookie? 
You don't know about a no bake no. cookie? No bake cookie. I don't know. I bake all my cookies. I don't. So know it's what... pretty self-explanatory. It's a uh, raw cookie dough in an envelope. You open up the mail. And there I mean, it is. that is a no bake. It's uh, it's like peanut butter and cocoa, cocoa and oats. And oh. It, yeah, like it like solidifies. Yeah, it's delicious. Delish ish. It's Whatever. it's not great. Don't worry. Sounds you ever dry. just have like grease that hardens? <laughs> just <laughs> just shoot us your your address after this, yeah. and then wait by the mailbox. Yeah, I'll send you some. See what shows up. I'll run some by Bob's house too. Okay, this next question is also not debatable. Okay, dream character to voice. Or one you think you could do really well? Oh, um, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's <laughs> I don't know. Star Wars, guys. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all know of Star Wars. You've heard of it? Have you heard of the Obi Wan Kenobi? Are you yeah. a, are you a Star Wars fan? Uh, you, you know, the, yeah, I grew up with Star Wars. Stuff? I have I watched it. it. Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be one of those had to be there things. Because when I was little, I didn't watch Star Wars. They weren't there. They well, weren't there. Well, well, they were there, and I just didn't watch them. I don't know yeah. what Star Wars. Came well, they were already there, and we didn't care. <laughs> they were yeah. there, you weren't there, and then there. new Star Wars came out, and we weren't in with the old, so yeah. we just kept going. And before we knew it, everything that was cool wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, Star Wars is real funny like that because for the longest time, you just had those three movies. You had some books and comics, and a Christmas special. Christmas I hear so much about. Christmas special and of course those uh, Ewok uh, uh, made for TV movies or whatever what those were. That was about it. And then shit, Star Wars everywhere. It was all Star Wars all the time. And, and George you know, Lucas realized he had to pay taxes, so he's like, "Hey, <laughs> I think yeah. the, more. I think the reason more people aren't in the Star Wars is because they weren't smart enough to do the Indiana Jones route and add Shia LaBeouf. There if, you go. If Shia LaBeouf played um, Indiana Jones, no. Kylo Ren. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. If Obi-Wan Kenobi with Shia LaBeouf. I think yeah. the franchise could really go somewhere. I, I believe that. I believe I, that. I like... Think about Transformers. Good point. Think Whoa. about even Stevens. Yep. Maybe. People are still talking about even Stevens. You guys are giving Shia LaBeouf a hard time, but like... What? I think he's praising no. him. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, I would love to see yeah. him as Kylo Ren. That would have been awesome. Adam Driver did a fine job, but like... Do you remember that movie Eagle Eye? I do. Yeah. yeah. That's not, I mean, Shia LaBeouf is great. Yeah. Remember, um, maybe I should send him some. No, did cookies. you guys see that picture of, of Adam Driver uh, compared to that picture of the cat that looks just like Adam Driver? Yeah. Oh, That's nice good stuff. Good stuff. The movie where his neighbor was killing him or something. <laughs> and he was under house arrest. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a, everybody loves that oh, movie. We're still talking I about. We're talking about Adam Driver now. No. Yeah, Disturbia. <laughs> Not that great. Remember, he was in Logan Lucky. He looks like wet all the time. I don't know how he does. Face is so greasy. Uh, I did see some Star Wars movies though. But what I was saying is, yeah. I tried to go back and watch Star Wars, like with my son when he was five or six, yeah. and we both just couldn't couldn't make couldn't. it. Well, what did you, you the original? Yeah, uh, the very first one. Four, five, six. I guess so. Yeah, it yeah. goes back. So number yeah. four, that's where I started. Yes. A new hope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what. Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Um, couldn't do it. Just too hokey. Didn't. Didn't. Uh... I. I don't know. He lost interest. I was annoyed that he wasn't interested. I, <laughs> I, lost I, interest. Gotcha. I gotcha. Well, 
yeah, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, it was. I mean, it's not always like that, though. Like, my son, he's, uh, what is he, 15 months old now? Me and him people, watched Frasier together. Oh, oh nice. Nice. He's a year and a couple Great. of months. Yeah, he's got extra months, which count to his <laughs> enjoyment of Frasier. Because he really enjoys the antics of Niles. Mm. Niles is like his favorite character. Really? Not the dog? No. He oh, thinks he really, Eddie's a bit of a bully. He appeals to that 15, 16 to 18 month demographic. Mm-hmm. Really kind of yeah. He really does. Yeah. Uh, don't spoil it for him. We're only on oh. season two. He doesn't know no about, spoilers. you know, about. He doesn't yeah. know if Niles and Daphne get together, but he's really hoping. Does he listen to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's literally the only one. Religiously. Anyway, luckily yeah. enough, Star Wars is so pop culture. You don't even need to watch it to know no. everything that happens in it. You just pick it up everywhere. The thing is, uh, I work with this guy. I'm not going to tell you his name because that sure. would be indiscreet. But whenever he talks about Star Wars, I just think it's stuff I learned from Weird Al songs. And I, I can go toe-to-toe with him on Star Wars trivia. There you go. All, all I ever needed to know about Star Wars, I learned from Weird Al. You should get that on a T-shirt or a poster or something like that. <laughs> or a tattoo. Or a tattoo. I do have a quote in my phone that I wanted to get turned into a uh, T-shirt. And it said, the only thing I liked in the 90s was Weird Al, Josh Hadfield. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know, but I wrote it down immediately. That's, good. Like, That's a good one. Sometimes you hear a quote and you just uh, have to write it you down. You know either. it's going to be good. I just say so many quotable things. Okay. I guess. So this fourth question is very debatable. Oh, very number debatable. four. Gotcha. Um, how has Taco Bell's discontinuing popular items affected you? That's semi-debatable. It's, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jonathan, I, I just want to want you to know what you're getting into okay. before you debate Josh Stout on this. I'm not going to debate. Josh Stout is a former... Taco Bell, customer of the week. But also, I lied to spite another uh, voice narrator and told everybody on my Facebook page I was the Taco Bell customer of the month once. Wow. Because she didn't think anybody would be petty enough to just randomly lie about something meaningless. But I showed her. Why wouldn't you? You did it. You did it. You put it out there. <laughs> Congratulations. He's uh, a man of honor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's not. It doesn't affect me. I honestly, honestly couldn't tell you the last time I had Taco Bell. I'm sorry if that offends you in some way and puts me in some lesser esteem. Uh, you don't like Mexican food? I don't think I love Mexican, Mexican food. Yeah. Well, that does explain why my yum stock is not doing as yeah. well as I thought. We've mentioned <laughs> two foods on this podcast. And you didn't, you don't eat either. What was the first one? Hot dogs? No baked cookies. Oh, and no baked cookies. We've done nothing but talk about food on this podcast. Well, he's never eaten, John. Food episode. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, sorry, not. I appreciate I this. I don't know if you've seen Demolition Man, but oh, Taco yeah. Bell is the only one that's going to survive. Is that how you're getting your stock information? Maybe. Why is that good enough? That's how he learned how to wipe his ass. <laughs> if it's good enough for Stallone, it's good enough yeah. for me. Yeah. You can, I, on the app, mm-hmm. you can adjust anything. The Taco you, Bell app? Yes, you can adjust anything to anything. No, you but can add anything, and you can have it cooked anyway. Well, yeah, so but that's can, their entire model. 
just like a rotating wheel of ingredients, basically. Wait, they, can you, know why you get raw chicken tacos? <laughs> I love <laughs> raw chicken tacos. Can you get your taco meat medium rare? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sure that that I that that, that's already not. cooked before it even gets there. Yeah, it's I, just a uh, bag of mush. Anyway, but it's Taco Bell is my favorite place to eat, and it affected me horribly because they literally got rid of all the things I just usually get eat. the app and then build it in the app. Is they it gonna be a dollar like it used to be? No. Yeah, probably. No. But you can't add Fritos. Fritos are off the what menu is, completely. What is potatoes? Money, what is money? <laughs> potatoes are off the menu. You what know what? What is money? I just buy everything on the menu for twenty bucks. I, I so guys, I have had a moment to think about it. Okay, okay. and I'm gonna I'm gonna take my original answer back. Okay. Finally. I was yeah. Finally, you were waiting for this, right? I was sad when they took away the double decker taco. Do y'all remember I, that? Well, hang on. Okay, wait. Josh Stott has good news for you. Did he knows they, a secret. Did they actually take away the double decker taco? Because I do like double decker tacos. This, well, this was years ago when it first came out. I guess I don't know. And then it went away. And if it's back, great. Okay, I'll I think it's taco. back. But holy shit, you're better off with it. <laughs> He's going to Taco Bell now. You're better off with a cheesy gordita crunch. It's the same thing, only better. You know what? That's my wife's favorite thing at Taco Bell. Yeah. That's pretty dope. They also. So your wife goes to Taco Bell and you don't? (laughs) It's been a while, but she has. They took away all the potatoes and then. She's pregnant. She can't eat Taco Bell, right? The the fries fries are bad. The Mm. fries are not good. All right. No, I heard the fries are great. I just had a friend, like, be so excited about the the damn fries back at Taco Bell. So your friend is a liar, and I want you to discontinue <laughs> contact with them. Well, okay, the fries have spice, right. and you don't like seasoning. Nacho fries, nacho <laughs> fries, right? So the fries, I don't know. Maybe they are good, but I've never had any that hadn't been sitting there since the last time I had nacho fries. Oh, yeah, you got to order them fresh. I oh. can't. You can't, add, you can't say I want this fresh in the app. No, man, they turn on the nacho fry light. Like, they turn <laughs> on the <laughs> fresh nacho fries. I don't know if you you've ever like- worked fast food, but nothing makes a fast food employee better or happier than you requesting them to cook it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's what I know about Taco Bell. Everything tastes the same because I dip it in quesadilla sauce. I do that as well. So like, it doesn't matter what it is. There you go. Going to be dipped in quesadilla. I sauce. went. I went to Taco Bell the other day. I went through the drive-through and they asked if I wanted any sauces, and I said, "Yeah, can I have a uh, like two of each?" I literally said two of each, and then when I got home, one of the bags it was literally just a bag filled with sauces. Wow, like good, right? No, I don't eat them. I eat the quesadillas. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good service for Erica for later. And then also, I used to get the Make breakfast soup. salsa. It's gone now. No more well, breakfast, breakfast salsa. Is garbage. You only need quesadilla sauce. Yeah, but oh. sometimes you don't want to pay that thirty cents. <laughs> not all of us have thirty cents to be throwing around. Yeah, I do, but. Not all of us do. So I'm glad to hear we're all affected and infected. We've all been affected in our own way. Yeah. If they get rid of quesadilla sauce, we're burning the place down. Yeah. I mean, people like to think this COVID is not affecting them, but then you think about stuff like this. No potatoes. No potatoes. Except for COVID did fry not, form. It didn't affect the potatoes. It wiped out Ireland. There's only 17 potatoes <laughs> left. <laughs> okay. Did you know all potatoes came from? Not Ireland? all potatoes come from. All you potatoes that, and all. You know that like the only brand no, that you can. Oh my God! Idaho potatoes and 
Yeah, those are actually Irish potatoes. They come from a, a nice little town. Te- Idaho County. In <laughs> Technically, Idaho. it's not a potato unless it comes from Ireland. Otherwise, it's just a sparkling spud. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like, <laughs> nice. Nice. The tuber. Well, well done, sir. Well the devil's done. tuber. Yeah. Sparkling spud. I like that. <laughs> you gotta Thanks, start telling. You gotta start telling people that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> like you, you thought it up. A certain region. You have to get that tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling spud, and then like a year later, you're like, "What the fuck does that mean? Why did I do that?" <laughs> Okay, so this is the last question. You got like okay. a mirror on your ass, and you're like sparkling, <laughs> sparkling, sparkling spud. My superhero uh, alter ego. You go listen to the sparkling podcast. Spud, yeah. You can put them in your new book or commercial. Maybe. Whatever you write first. I'll suggest it, yeah. See, you're you're in a prime spot. So Because if you write something, you already know a guy that can narrate it like that. Yeah. Good. That's true. Yeah. I can narrate it overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Josh exactly. is the fastest narrator. I once narrated an entire audiobook in one take. Whew. But Audible said I couldn't post it because it was two minutes. Right. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. We would have even took really? a half credit for it. What's the, really? what's the minimum? Two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, Threw in a chapter of gossip. <laughs> Wasn't it how people were getting a bunch of free credits? Like they were just recording like like yeah, they record like, like a 20 minute. minute thing and then just get their credits and get books. They recorded a pamphlet, basically. It's it was called a scam, Jonathan. Bro- a brochure. Audible is really cracked down on it. Yeah. You can't buy credits for a dollar on eBay anymore. That is. <laughs> I shouldn't be telling him. This is his livelihood. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> You're doing your best to ruin. Yeah. The, uh... I heard now uh, this Tyler. He actually told me this because he knew I returned some books. Oh, but he here said, we go. if you return books, the the narrator's charge is that true? Yeah, it's a big it's a big to do. That's and uh, so the past couple months, it's narrators and everyone authors have been having pretty much a shit with uh, AC or ACX and Audible over that. Just that, yeah, pretty much like you could have a book for a year, listen to it. And then on your 364th day, you could say, I don't want it anymore. And you return it and they'll ding the rights holder, the author or whomever uh, for that. So they'll take away a credit from you, even though they paid you a credit back when it was originally purchased. So, and oh, and well, the worst part is, though, is two things. They would not let you know that there's no report. You get a report of sales for your royalties, but there would never be a column there that says we took away five or ten or however many, you know, we had to subtract because of returns. And they were also promoting it as like a as a as a, uh, you know, a benefit as far as being a member. It was like. Yeah, you can buy a book, and guess what? You decide you don't like it, great, you can return it, which is great. Like, you should have some option to do that, right? You get a couple chapters in, you're like, this sucks, let's dump it, let's get something else, that's fine. Like, why has he been a Minotaur the whole time? <laughs> the Minotaur through this whole fucking book? I can't do it. So, the, uh, uh, no, but they said it was a year, it was a year, you could literally listen to it however many times you want, and then decide that you wanted to return it and get your credit back, and they would... Uh, ding the author for it so when did that start that's always been that way that's always been apparently it's always been that way but 
fairly recently they've been promoting it as like mm. a thing that you that, that you could do. So, you know, rights holders are getting a hold of this and are like, why are they pushing this so hard? And then they're starting to see decreased sales. They're realizing we have no record of this. We have nothing that shows us how much money is actually getting taken away from returns and stuff like that. So a bunch of people getting really pissed about it, signing petitions and going to ACX and getting like big and audible and, you know, other publishers involved and stuff like that and trying to get some accounting for, for uh, how they're handling this and audible, uh, is coming around on it. They're starting to do some things a little bit differently. They're going to start reporting returns. They've changed their return policy to uh, seven days. So you can have a book for seven days, but if you return it after that, um, they will not uh, take money from the from the author or the narrator. Who, who uh, Not to brag, but I think I had a, yeah. a big to-do to get Audible to do that. Oh, did you? Because one time I returned up to 100 books at once. <laughs> <laughs> one day and i was surprised they let me do it and when They'll i did the, some crazy when, shit. When like, the, did the math on it i was like oh man am i gonna go to jail <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly they were none of your books so good but now i feel like an ass and i won't do it again well yeah. I think audible tracks when you've read and finished, like they know when you finish a right. book. No, they literally have. I mean, that's all that Amazon Audible does is tracked is track data. So they would absolutely know how far you've gotten through listening. Probably there's some way to get that. Sometimes I they fall give you awards for listening over. to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so they definitely know. So it would not be hard to say you are whatever you wanted to put it at an hour in and let's let that be the mark to for you to figure out whether or not you want to continue with this book um and then not be able to credit you back on return or i don't know whatever that but, definitely makes sense yeah it's goof it's a little bit goofy and it's it's unfortunate that it's taken this long to i guess for people to realize i wasn't aware of it i had no idea that if you returned it they would be dinging the authors and 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 uh narrators so but you know what? They have the, you know, they're the big boy on the block. They've got the lion's share of the market for sure. If you, there are other audiobook publishing options out there. And, uh, but it, there's definitely a benefit to being exclusive to Audible, but I think it's making a lot of people think twice about it. Yeah. You know? Everybody's going to be jumping over to sound booth. Something, to something. Oh, old Hayes, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff over the Jeff Hayes. Yeah. That mm -hmm. guy's doing something right. Right. Well, yeah. what I've been doing to help people house, find your book, yeah, yeah. yeah, find your books, is I've been posting the entire book to YouTube. Good. Is that raise sales yep. at all? Absolutely. Thanks for doing that, by the way. Um, oddly enough, you're not the first. So, uh... <laughs> and and uh, I don't want credit. You don't have to tell everybody that I shut down Audible's I you know, returning book policy. Yeah. You blew it. You blew it for everyone. <laughs> They just kept letting me go. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it's fine. I, I honestly would not be surprised at all. Not a bit. Not a bit. So on, on that subject, like I said about putting books on YouTube, do you have yeah. to watch out for that? Like, do you check for stuff like that? See if you're I, on the Pirate Bay or? Oh, well, definitely. People use the Pirate. I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. What's it called? The Pirate Stuff Bay? What? Yeah, um, but why would you want that? Like, I... I literally like, you know, there's a, what is it? Authors, authors choose or something like that. There's another form of audiobook that, 
you know, an author can give you a code, but you got to go through that thing. I purposely don't listen to it because it's not on my Audible. Like I, I want to all my audiobooks in one spot. Right. I well, like it. So. I just want to get those challenges, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get that butterfly sticker. That's so. That's so <laughs> get that long. tattooed on your lower back. Yeah. I think it's something that, you know, I mean, everyone who is publishing in the digital age has to deal with. And it's kind of I don't check for that stuff. I know his books are out there and on like Pirate Bay. I've seen people leave reviews. It's so funny because it's like, oh, this series is freaking great. You know, da, 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 da. and it's like y'all could pay for it. And it's know, free. Yeah, and it's free. But um leaving it on Audible. Check it out here. guys. <laughs> It's free preview. It's always going to uh, something of that's always going to be there. People are going to figure out how to how to make it free. Um, I think it's a fairly small percentage, honestly. So I don't know how upset you can get about it. And at the end of the day, like I don't know, can't get too ticked off of, off about it. You can. You can get as ticked yeah, off I mean, as you, you want. Can. Of course you can. Of course you can. But you seem pretty mellow about everything, though. I know, but we're telling you, you can be as ticked off as you want on this yeah. podcast. Do you want to rant about something? Go so ahead about those people in their books damn yeah. it no i'm not uh okay so this is that double decker taco but i'm yeah. glad that it's back apparently you know i was pretty pissed uh about the whole taco bell thing actually <laughs> erica read me this whole uh message like email thing about how they're getting rid of certain items and they interviewed a guy who worked at taco bell when he was in high school and in college but they didn't specify how much and then I was like, this isn't true. And then I went to Taco Bell that night just to be like, that isn't true. And all my favorite things were gone. So Damn. it was true. Sorry. It hurt. It hit Sorry. on. Sorry, just man. get the cheesy gordita crunch. That's the only thing you need just anyway. Just shut right? up about the cheesy with, gordita with crunch. The <laughs> just Last... because you don't like lettuce, Josh. Like, on the app, you can get rid of. You all can the get lettuce. rid of all the lettuce. You can have them throw you know every what? sliver of lettuce in the trash on the app. Jonathan, do you know what my favorite time in U.S. history was? When all that lettuce was was killing people, so no one could have lettuce. Oh yeah, there's like listeria lettuce yep. or something like that. Yikes! You want to know what my favorite time in U.S. history was? Josh Hatfield ate a green bean. He did. <laughs> Wait. Are you a no vegetable kind of guy? Like you don't yeah. do vegetables? Okay. Yeah. He's right. like, I eat vegetables. I eat corn. Oh. It's a fucking yeah. grain, and we all know it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dude. Whatever, super boy. Well, let me ask you this: Do you get a fruit every once in a while, at least? Maybe like yeah. an apple or an orange. I eat apples all the time. Okay. Good. Great. 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 Um, Double fist apples all day long. <laughs> are you sensitive to like sauces and stuff too? Are you like, I don't want pizza sauce on my pizza or something weird like that. Wait, are you a, a super smeller as well? Hmm? <laughs> a super taster? Yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm a super taster. I only eat chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I ate... I ate super tastes so good. Super sensitive. I ate a pizza right before we came in here. Delicious. Whole so pizza. That's impressive, man. Good. You used well, to be different when you were younger. Like, you wouldn't eat apples or peanuts. <laughs> you have no idea what I would eat. I you would you I would... didn't have Alfredo until you were in college. <laughs> And that was his favorite food. He's it, super tasty. It's food. crazy. Chicken Alfredo is my favorite food. I'll it's admit good. it. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad for sure. He Creamy. ate a green bean. He's I, cool. I it. did eat a green oh. bean. I put it in a capsule. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And he shoved it up his butt. 
I didn't yeah. shove it up Freaking my butt. Absorb it <laughs> he booty bumped. But <laughs> you know what, guys? That reminds me of something. Uh, <laughs> I want to tell you about my wife. Okay, so. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I went and slept on the couch because my wife was snoring so loud I could hear her over my noise-canceling headphones. And and she's like, I'll take care of it. And she bought me melatonin to help me sleep better. <laughs> that was her solution. Yeah, that's interesting. That's not going to work, is it? Mm. Yeah. So that's like, why I'm going to stay try? with you. Wait, aren't you supposed to shove the melatonin up her nose while she's sleeping? <laughs> there you go. That's, she was thinking outside the bun. <laughs> nice. Like Taco Bell. Guys. Yeah, respect oh, it. shit. Nice, Taco Bell. Okay, question five. Yep. Can you do the voice of Shrek? And if so, how do you stop the endless waves of pussy thrown at you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't think so. Shrek. That's just Mike Myers doing Scottish, right? Yeah. Well, Shrek's the green demon guy. He's a demon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yogurt. That'll do, donkey. That'll and he has do. Right? Like, that's that's Shrek. There one you go. Time, uh, I think he was a demon. So one time at my job, <laughs> well, all wait, the wait. time at my job. What's your job? Have, Sorry, can you tell me what's your job? Oh, I work at a warehouse. Love it. But I do yeah. weekends, so there's only like 30 people in the building. Gotcha. But um, we do... On the weekends, we were doing internet orders at the time where we just pack things up and ship it out. But yep. they had Bluetooth speakers, right? So you could connect your phone up and play your music. And and I waited all day, and I finally got on the speaker, but I was real self-conscious about my music. And I didn't – because all the music on my phone is the music that is, like, my favorite and real close to me and stuff. So I didn't want to play it and have people judge, uh, you. judge yeah, me. Like, turn this so off. I ended up playing – shrek the movie shrek and uh <laughs> i thought people would be mad but everybody loved it and we got through the whole first and second movie of shrek that day that's great that's no I, I get that i was sure. the only one that could see shrek but i thought you were gonna <laughs> say that you played critical failures no that would have been better i would get in trouble yeah, that. That you think yeah probably probably it's appropriate like the mayor like i smell pussy He's oh. got a cat arm. It's fine. Mayor yeah. Merriweather. Yeah, that's fun to say. Mayor Merriweather. Yeah. Bob likes to throw these weird things in that are just difficult for me to do. I think. Do you think he does things specifically because he, of that? He does. Done, no, he's done. He's he's admitted he specifically did <coughs> something. It was in a short story where uh, the short story is titled Fistin' the Furious. Fisting the Furious, I guess. But basically, it's... um. All of the characters switch bodies, so the challenge was to do to do the characters in their voice of another character. You know what I mean? Like it would be like taking Tim and putting him in Dave's body, so it's Tim speaking through Dave's voice. So I had to attempt to do that. It was weird. It's just kind of mixing him up a little bit. Yeah, but, he's a real ass sometimes. Huh? He's an asshole for sure. <laughs> for sure. Has he has he ever done something like a uh, just? To make you mad, like in the book, they're walking and they walk past a sign that says Jonathan's sleep is a pussy yeah. or something like not, that. Not yet. But not yet is the correct response. I yeah, I'll, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. And when it happens, I'll have to read it. I'll have to do it. The gang and Corey walk by a sign. <laughs> the gang and Corey. 
Tim, Cooper, Dave, Julian, and Corey walk by. <laughs> I'll do it like that. Well, I'll, th I'll throw it in there. Good. I I like it. it rolls off the tongue. It'll, mm -hmm. it'll, it'll just fly right. He wouldn't even hear it. So look out in the next uh, set of short stories. I'll throw It'll it in be there. too bloated on kimchi to even care. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's all our questions. Okay. Yeah. So now in the second hour, you'll interview yeah. us. So go ahead. Right. <laughs> well, hey guys, thanks for uh, joining me on my podcast. Uh, love the polos. You look good, sharp. You match. I like it. Hair looks good. Uh, you shaved. You guys didn't, so forget it. No, oh, I can't. I just, this is, I just, no, it's, it's there. I just can't grow it. Oh, <laughs> can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I just want to point out, I got a haircut today, and I, I appreciate you telling me that because yeah. no one else did. He had to it out though, like. He relentlessly goes the great cliffs, even though <laughs> you know, they fuck it up. How many <laughs> Only twice. Only twice. One time I went to Great Clips and the uh, girl cutting my hair grabbed another stylus and said, I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> was, uh, wow. Like in mid cut or just when you sat down? I think oh, oh, that was <laughs> oh, come on, guys. It doesn't matter what I do to your hair. Nothing's going to fix it. <laughs> I can't fix this human. I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, do you uh, want to plug yourself? You yeah, where a... can we find you? Sure. Well, you can find me in the, and it's probably uh, folks who don't know this by now, they haven't been paying attention, but I narrate the Critical Failures Caverns and Creatures series of uh, audiobooks. Novels and short stories written by Robert Bevan. And you can hear me there. And other than that, if you want to, you can go to my website, www.jonathansleepvoiceover.com. Got my demos up there and information about my studio and stuff. Nothing exciting, but that's about Ooh. it, really. Hey, how'd you pull that one off? <laughs> uh, uh, I hang, I, I lurk on the Facebook with uh, at the Caverns and Creatures uh, fan group. And Do you. Et cetera, do, you, et cetera. do you have to type in the www? I don't think so, but I like to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should say it. I don't know why yeah. people stopped. If, yeah. if anything, people should go to the website to see the uh, contact Jonathan picture. Oh, you like that? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Me. Well, we're going to wrap things up, and now it's time for Josh Stout's favorite part of the podcast. Ooh. Jonathan, we are going to let you end the podcast in the traditional manner. See you later, guys. <laughs> Josh vs. Josh, Season 5. It's resurrection time. Josh vs. Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet shows and amazing guest stars. Ryan Wright shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out. But no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest. He spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the pod game. Spitting on a little guy's face. Eating ice cream and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a crook, but Corey is working hard for the bells. Only PayPal. Lemon friends and family for that guy sells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe Especially when you're up potting all dang night Takes a break to read some 17 Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread Because Josh vs. Josh is back potting again Yeah Excellent okay, so I'm Corey I'm the Corey, one to talk to you and These are the Joshes This is Josh and Josh Josh and Josh yeah.
Awesome. So well, we're brothers. Okay, cool. Whoever, whoever's brothers you can figure out. That's absurd. Yeah, it's, a, it's crazy that your parents would name you both the same name. That's awful. It's weird. It really is. <laughs> it's a family name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>